Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of the Lift Effect Podcast. I'm Carl Keller, along with the man of the moment, as always, Matt McNeil. Buddy. Dude. You leave me for a week and look you what get happens. Seri- yeah, look out. You got all serious on me with the, with digital addiction, mm. dude. It's a serious wow. topic, isn't it? It was. Well, you know yeah. how we feel. I mean, you know, it's something oh, we yeah, talk we've about talked a about lot. It. We have. And it's definitely something that, that everybody, I don't care where you are and who you are and mm. what you do, you're going to see it, whether it's driving, whether it's with the family, whether it's in business. It's here, and it's something that affects all of us. So, yeah, this is a this is a great topic because it's a how do we manage it? How do we allow it to to be a part of our lives without ruling and running our lives? Yeah. So it was a great topic. To, like you said, you talked about some of the less savory and enjoyable parts of it. It's it's but you know, like you said, it it wasn't exactly the greatest thing that you you want to leave people with, but it's it's also the truth and. You know, you got to deal with it before you got to know where it is before you can start yeah. figuring out how to deal with it. So it was a great topic. Um, yeah, we got and a now few, we get to talk about the, some of the good stuff. Few emails about it. I think it was pretty um, mostly positive. Oh well, I don't know. Let's say pot, but like, boy, this is really relevant. Yeah, it struggles. It's really um, you depress the crap out of me with that episode. <laughs> you know, but I I don't think I'm saying anything that people don't no. sort of know if you're unless you've been kind of living under a rock but people don't yeah. want to it's it's one thing when you have put it right in front of them and they have to acknowledge it yeah it's if hard. you're done if you're not looking at it it's like out of sight out of mind or i'm not having to acknowledge it and mm-hmm. here you kind of put it right up front i have no doubt that when this is all said and done this is going to be one of the more popular um uh podcasts that we that you've done because it's just so relevant mm-hmm. i mean to, uh, hopefully, like you say, we were talking about some tips and some ideas how to move forward. Because I, I know I'm, you know, with my kids, it's just it's a ongoing battle. So this is something that just, you know, you got to sometimes just face the music and just deal with it straight up. So yeah, we're we're really battling our our biology against the against technology in some respects. You know, our biology is like there's a a, a guy named Tristan Harris. He's a digital ethics guy. Um, and he did this 60 minutes interview on mind hacking. You can, you can Google it. If you just Google Tristan Harris, 60 minutes. And, and he says that we need to understand that our front, our prefrontal cortex is like almost 2 million years old. And that is what our mind basically is. We haven't evolved much from that. And so, you know, behind every little screen, like your phone or your iPad, or even the computer heck your watch I mean, my watch um you have thousands of engineers that are hacking into the limitations of that ancient prefrontal cortex they know every single limitation it has and they know how to 
directly tap into your um you know your your nac your your nucleus accumbens which is like this major component of the the ventral striatum and it's 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 been thought of as the 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 key structured involvement in mediating motivation and emotions and these engineers they're they're they they work with psychologists to know like how do we make things more attractive for our brains it's like it's like feeding little little bits of crack and so you've got the infinite scroll which you and i were just talking about in the before we we hit the record button i've got holding this book up called indistractable there's a guy named near yal he was the engineer that that developed the infinite scroll and he's since uh really spoken out against the infinite scroll and what it does i mean it's this this thing to keep you continuously engaged if you think about the scroll it it doesn't end it just there's no end to it and that is such a significant point when you think about how these things are engineered and these are designed so it's you're you're kind of getting hacked by engineers the formula it's you minus a million years of evolution versus <laughs> thousands of smart ambitious engineers and it's not I, I don't think that they're they're trying to intentionally hurt you i think that they're they're just trying to make money in yep. an attention economy a, 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 you know that's the only way to make money is by you consuming the the and this is and this is nothing new it's nothing i mean new. think about it back uh, with tv i mean who did they go after a lot of the commercials it was the kids they're very manipulative they're, right. they're malleable they're very um impressionable and it's all about getting them to, to buy in so to speak to something and with the with the electronics today it's like constant dopamine hits it's constantly it's constant. getting well, you remember the the cigarette ads when they, yeah. they actually targeted children back uh, in the day and and tristan tristan harris he says that in the future when we look back we will compare technology ceos to tobacco farmers Yep. And he said that it will be viewed as tobacco farmers and t-shirts. I remember that. I, th I think it was Marlboro where they showed the, the, the cowboy dad doing something and the little boy mimicking yeah. him and yeah. he was doing everything. And at the very end, the last thing was lighting up a be cigarette. A Marlboro man. And, yep. But uh, I, I mean, so they have just perfected it. I mean, I, one of the worst ones out there is an example with the infinite scroll is TikTok mm. and Instagram. I mean, they've, they've perfected a way to constantly put stuff in front of you, but in such a way that it's not a, that's got a little bit of ebb and flow. So you just don't, you're not on a constant high. So you get the, every now and you need a new hit and, uh, it, and then it, it works. People are on it and they turn around and go, Oh my God, where'd the afternoon go? Four hours, five hours later. It's yeah. just, it's almost scary to watch my kids. You'll talk to them right. and they don't even acknowledge you. Right. It's, so, yeah, yeah, it's I see it all. I'm going to see it. So, what maybe what we could do today instead of just going on i mean i, I think i've tried definitely to make the highlight make the case <laughs> you know like this isn't and this isn't you know matt mcneil's original ideas like this is just looking at at the the research and honestly just kind of like looking around it doesn't take a yeah. doesn't take a genius if i can pick up on this i think anybody can pick up on this people are are totally my wife and i yep. um yesterday we had to drive up um kind of north of denver to, to go do something and on the way back we decided to play this game we said let 
Like I'm driving, she's she's sitting in the passenger seat, and my daughter's in the back. And we said, let's look at every car that we pass. See if you can see either through the front windshield, which is less tinted, or the side. Everybody's got tinted windows out here because the sun is so bright. But let's see if you can see who's got their phone up. And I kid you not, it's you like found, I every bet it was just, damn car. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to find somebody damn that's near. got just ten and two on the hand on the steering wheel and just looking out the front is like it seems like that's the the uh, um, it's scary. The exception to the rule. It is absolutely scary. And then when you get to the the, the stoplight, it's like all the phones come up. You just see the just you know and then it goes green and you're just sort of sitting there and then you get a couple beeps and then you know people go i mean it is like it's like and it's not that they put it down when they no start they just driving. yeah they just realize they just it's green it they just keep oh okay <laughs> i'll just try to divide my attention so it is totally nuts all right so what we made the case so can we talk about maybe some ways of breaking Absolute. some of this addiction and some benefits of technology i'm not completely anti-technology absolutely i mean that's what this podcast is all about yeah. mental skills and mental health and tools and tips and techniques to sit there and manage our life right and and, and i will say something right up front thank in this regards thank god for technology because look at what we're doing right here this is how we're reaching 100 so uh, it's a I mean, great advantage for us not to acknowledge that is is you know this is how we're reaching yes. you right now so here's a, some advantage. I've, I've written out a few advantages. I, I took some inventory. I did a little bit of, of looking at, you know, some of the science of, of this. Trying Again, I try to use the science. I, I don't try to use, I mean, opinions and anecdotes are fine. Anecdote is, is not, you know, there's still good science even in anecdotal evidence. But I try to look at what are the, what are the actual studies that have been performed and what's in the literature, which is a little bit more unbiased. Um, and here's some of the things I came up with seven things that technology does that is uh, an advantage, some benefits of technology. So one, just like you alluded to communication and social connection, actually social networking, it can be a really good thing. It can facilitate how to communicate, help people stay connected with family and friends and even Facebook. And I, I really don't like Facebook. Facebook is like, you know, you might reconnect with people that you have completely lost touch with, that you'd have no other way of finding them. So it's kind of like a phone book in some respects. It's a modern phone book. We don't have the phone book anymore. I mean, I think, I don't even, do they even deliver phone books anymore? No. I don't uh, think so. I think there's certain places where you can get some, but it's very, It's very, very limited. limited. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of a modern phone book and it it can kind of create groups of people that are relevant. Like let's say your high school graduating class, it's not going to have all this other stuff you have to sift through. It's, it's very specific and it can target specific groups. Online communities can be very helpful. Heck V1. I mean, there's an, uh, there it's live. There's a lot of live stuff. Um, and there's, you know, in-person stuff in the works, but people meet online. And we meet, and it's organized in an online kind of platform. And that's a, a I think that's only a, a benefit. You can, and, and like you say, also with V1 and so many other programs out there, not only is it live, but 
a lot of the stuff is recorded. So if you're not able to make it live, yeah. you're still able to enjoy the benefits of what that program or that uh, product, whatever you're interested in, has. So you yes. can consume it when you're able to versus go, yeah. oh, I missed it. Now I'm out of luck. And here's, a, I'm going to tell you a little story that happened to me um, two summers ago. My cat, got cats, cats and dogs. But one of my cats, he was losing weight. He's young. He was like about a year old. And he was getting really lethargic, was losing weight. And we were supposed to leave on this trip. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, I'm worried about this cat. I, something's wrong with this cat. And my wife's, she's like, oh, he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. We're going on this trip. We're leaving. I'm like, I, I just, something was nagging me. Two o'clock in the morning. I said, I'm going to take him to the emergency department. The, uh, the, the, the emergency place out in parker they've got a, a big a bit it's like a vet hospital for emergencies got all the stuff and i'm like let me just i i just got to take them in flight's supposed to leave at eight o'clock in the morning it's supposed to leave for the airport at 5 30 it's 2 a.m i'm like oh boy so take them out there drive out they take them back and i'm just sitting you know laying in the this waiting room turn the lights off trying to get a little bit of sleep in there and she comes in and she says this is he's really sick he is um, either has some kind of lymphoma or cancer, or he's got something that's even worse called FIP, which is feline infectious peritonitis. It's not treatable and it's deadly. It's he's this cat's dying, and he's I don't know if he's going to make it through the day. And I'm like, oh shit! So she's like, why don't you go home? We're going to do more tests and we'll call you. So I'm just like a wreck. My animals are really important to me. They're, they're like members of our family. So I'm like, screw this. We're not going on this trip. Call, cancel the flights. You know, I'm like, we'll just have to push this. We'll, maybe we'll see if we can leave later or whatever. Not, I'm not, not leaving. So she calls. She goes, why don't, you, why don't you guys come in? My wife and I come in and they said, look, it's not cancer. It is FIP. and it's there's no treatment for this animal so normally we you put you, we euthanize at this stage she said look i'm not gonna you didn't hear this from me okay but there's this group called um fip warriors or something like that they've since changed their name you, you might want to reach out to them there's no number to call. The only thing they have is a Facebook group. But you might want to reach out to them and see if they have any perspective on this. So we get on this group. I'm like trying to figure out how to, I never look at Facebook and I'm on my phone. I don't have it on my phone. I download it. I'm there trying to figure out my login and all this stuff. And my wife's trying to, we're trying, and so we finally get on there. I think she did it on her account. And we look for the group and we find this uh, FIP Warrior 5.0 group and there's all these hack groups which they don't go to this one that one's a fake one this here's the official one which is kind of one of the downfalls is you know this lack of quality control but we find this thing and we send a message and this is probably about two o'clock in the afternoon and they get back just they said send us his labs send us you don't know who you're talking to you don't i mean you see their handle but it's not anybody's real name so we send in the labs and it comes back with this very detailed analysis. It's clearly a vet that's behind this, a veterinarian. 
because you'd never be able to interpret all of the biochemistry of the labs. And they said, yes, this looks consistent with FIP. Send us a video of him walking. Send us this, this, this. We do all this. And they said, okay, we're networking, stand by. And about 10 minutes later, they say, we've got a parent. And parents are people that have put their cat through the treatment, parents of the cat. And they have basically rehabilitated their cat with these special drugs that they get, that they have. So, so we have a parent that has vials for you. And, you know, here's their, all these people get included in the text. And people just goes, I got a vial out here. I'm in Parker. I've got one in Denver. I'm in Boulder. Da, 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 da. Found one five minutes away from our house in Castle Pines. The guy says, yeah, drive. Here's my address. Come on over. Um, and I will help you give your first injection. This is all like, okay, this is like scary underworld drug shit, right? In some respects, we're kind of like, this is, how do we know what we're getting? But we drive out, let's go to this guy's, he's got a big house, clearly a very affluent guy. And he's like, why don't you bring your cat in, go into his office. He's got three cats. He goes, yeah, this cat, we, this cat had FIP and, he, and she's fine now, totally cured. Let me, uh, I've got enough supplies for five days. I've got all the needles, all the syringes, all the stuff. I will help you get, I'll show you how to do the injection. I'll teach you guys how to do it. Um, and in the meantime, you can order the meds, which is a antiviral treatment that comes from China. And basically what it is, is this interferon, which they use for humans. And we'll give you enough to tide you over until, uh, you know, you can receive the, the, the shipment of vials. So we do this and like within 24 hours, he's coming back. I mean, this medicate it's like antivirals, holy crap, they are a, a miracle. It's like antibiotics are a miracle. And we get networked in, and then within a few months, we're helping other people because we're part of this group. Hey, we got a vial out here in Highlands Ranch. We go and some come over, we give them extra, uh, we've got extra syringes, and we teach them how to do it. And it's this network effect that starts to happen. And my cat, knock on wood, he has been in remission for almost a year. He's like basically cured of this disease. Now, that is, I remember thinking, okay, that is a case for social media. That is a beautiful example of networks and network effects and social connection and communication. I mean, I'm thinking we went from zero to a, getting injecting this cat with a miracle drug in less than eight hours. And if, you could never do that without these kinds of platforms. So that was a, it, it really, um, I had kind of ignorantly poo-pooed social media completely. It was like, these are, these, this is all just garbage and it's junk. I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. And that was a massive um, wake up for me of like, use, using these things as a tool is the sky is the limit if you're but if you're not being intentional and focused and and aware and conscious and evaluating how you're using it you very quickly become the tool like the marlboro ad you know it's like subliminally you just get sold this kind of shit and you don't even know what's happening and you're it's like you know you, you got you got pickpocketed absolutely i mean technology has allowed people to have a voice that would never have had it before so the, the the key is to sift through the garbage to find yes. the jewels, the hidden diamonds, yes. or be have someone point out to you, hey, go to this place. 
because this is because otherwise I used to say trust but verify. There's a lot of verify. A lot of verify, and it's scary because there's a lack of quality control. I mean, you don't, you don't know. There's no regulatory agency that's overseeing this stuff. And really, honestly, I know, like my, you know, my very right wing friends are going, no more government, no more. But like the government needs to step in on some of this shit because it is a, it is a garbage can of some really, very um, nefarious things. And you have the ability to hide who you are. Totally. You know, I mean, you know, with right. the, uh, you know, and the, obviously we're talking about the pros, but one of the cons is, you know, my kids, they don't know the person says they're a 14 year old girl. Well, that may or may not be true. Yes. That could be a predator. So that's why you, like you say, that's the negatives, but look at, that's a great story of the positive yeah. is, is that you can actually get access to information cutting edge what it looks like in this case that even your vet didn't know about you know he's going well she she knew and she was like i can't ethically tell you this i see what you're saying yeah Yeah, she was like because it's not it's not um fda approved this medication and now there's the uh, uc davis in in california they're doing the first clinical trials of interferon um and so we're like this is a miracle drug and there's all this thousands of people in this group that of like, yeah, my cat's been, you know, um, and it took two treatments. I mean, he had a relapse after he, he did the first, I think it was four months of treatment and we relapsed and we worked with the people on, on this group and they helped, helped us adjust the dose and it got him into remission. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's unknown territory. This is unknown to, because it's unregulated and it's developing so fast. So you've got to be very careful, but that is, uh, but there are gems out there. There are gems That's a out great there. great example. So communication, social connection. Second, yep. information uh, access and learning. So if you think about education, technology provides access to huge amounts of educational resources, which allows people people for to do self-directed learning and skill development. I mean, YouTube and podcasts, you can get a PhD worth of information. Now, I didn't say get a PhD. People, it's a, no, a PhD is a... a a little more rigorous than watching YouTube videos, but there is amazing information. On Look at Khan Academy. Khan Academy oh. is brilliant. I mean, what a tool! Oh, what it, a great educational, informational. Uh, it, it's something that moves. It moves uh, mankind forward. It does. That's why Bill Gates put so much money into it. I mean, it's you know, it's a huge. People huge can say resource. what they want about him in that regards, but in this here, if this was. This was a win for yeah. He's basically people. curing malaria and 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 educate. You know, yeah, okay, maybe he's like you know a perv or whatever. But I mean, every <laughs> honestly, you know, most people when you look under in their closet, you're gonna find <laughs> there's always a find shit in there. I mean, that's just the human. You know, don't don't put anybody up on a pedestal. You know, I think that's that's. But when you're high visible, you know, visibility, you're gonna always be mm-hmm. you know whatever. Uh, but so, I, I think education. Being able to retrieve information, I mean, uh, Google, for God's sake, the internet allows quick and easy access to just grabbing information that normally, what are you going to go to your Encyclopedia Britannica and try to find the information that's not in there? So that is a huge advantage. The ability to get different perspectives. I, I don't care whether you're left or right. I mean, most people go to CNN, Fox, NPR. I found this website that's amazing. It's called ground.news. And it actually, t- it's, it takes all the stuff and actually gives you perspective on information. So you're getting, ground. You know, right news. there with the science. 
Yeah, is it sort of like a ground? Not quite. It's not. It's not leaning one way or the other. It actually will tell you on the articles on an on a subject. It will tell you, okay, these articles lean left. These articles lean right. So you're actually able to see things that gives you this this perspective on it. So you're you're getting more informed. And like I said, it's it's about knowing whether what you're reading is factual or whether there's an agenda, I hate to say it like that, where they're trying to push you to a predetermined yeah. position or thought. The goal is you should be, make your own mind up on whatever it is. You know, uh, information, like you say, is out there, but make sure that it's information that is, that is you, it's informed. Yeah. That's that part of inform yeah. of information. Yeah. So yeah, there's just, like you say, an education tools, just uh, my kids use a thing in, uh, that's called reading eggs and um um Re reading eggs re reading eggs okay. and um uh oh my god it, it basically it's ma math seeds and reading eggs it's for reading and math to help them augment what they're learning in school and it's interactive and it's they learn things with it it's great interesting it's a great tool. there's so much out there and i think it's there a is. gift and i think we are so lucky to be alive in the age of of these types of resources so so communication, social connection, information access and learning. Now here's a third one, very controversial. And I've been very outspoken about this uh, and th about the neg negative aspects of this, but mental health support, mental health apps. Now there are various apps designed to help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression and offering tools like meditation mood trackers, and unfortunately, online therapy services. Now, here, let me say this. Online therapy, if you are talking with a person, good with it. I'm fine with that. There is these platforms that do text-based therapy. Mm, my inclination is to say that's bullshit, but I don't know. I can tell you, I don't know what the data is. There's, it's not. It hasn't been around long enough, and they're looking at the efficacy of these tools. I will tell you anecdotally from my clients that have tried it, it's shit. It doesn't work. Receiving support from text is not the same as a voice-to-voice -voice interaction. And part of the problem I have with text is people want to, you know, and look, everybody knows texting me is the quickest way to get me. Um, but if you're, you know, there's probably- well, That's notification. That's that, not- that, That's notification, but- Conversation. Conversation, exactly. Conversation though, like with- family or really close like okay carl if you and i are going to talk about something imagine how much effort goes if we're going to have a lengthy discussion about something that's important how much time it would take to do this over text versus just oh pick up God, the phone and call it just yeah. it's like just call you know just pick up the phone and we can have a, a it's like a picture's worth a thousand words a conversation is worth worth a thousand minutes of texting a five minute and conversation. i will be honest with you i have i have I personally have great concerns with it because you look at all the customer support now is, is AI. Yeah. This is just one step away from having, you don't even realize you're, you're not talking you're, to a person. Two, yeah. It's an, it's a, it's a computer that's giving you mental health advice. And that is, there you know? are therapy platforms now where you're talking to an AI bot that's giving you therapy. And yeah, that's scary. That is not, like in terms of the research of what makes therapy effective, that is the the one of the that defies every pillar of efficacy of what makes therapy effective. One of it's the relationship between the therapist and the client. It's that the, these are called common factors. 
of efficacy. It's not the modality. It's it's the it's these other factors like the relationship, the mental health professionals' belief in the modality that they're administering. It's the setting. It's all I would these go, other human based factors. Oh my god, I'd go a step further. Uh, when someone is having a, a crisis, to be able, you can't. How do you text that versus hearing the, in the, vo- the intonation the, in the, the voice? voice? Yeah, you know, going oh my, you need to go get help now. You need to go somewhere. Right. You're in a very bad place. That's right. How do you, you can't capture that in a text, but like you say, this is a way to, to have people, you interact with people, uh, remotely and are able to help people. But like you said, it's how you, it's the modality you use. You converse with them versus, Hey, let's text this out. Yeah. That's it. You're right. So now the meditation apps and the mood trackers love them. And we use them in Lift Effect. We use them in V1. I love Headspace. I like Sam Harris's Waking Up app. I think um, uh, Calm. I don't have a lot of experience with Calm, but some of my clients use Calm. Insight Tracker. I mean, there, there's all sorts of great apps to, del- but these are educational deliverables that have a mental health benefit. So, but in terms of getting support, I d- please talk to a person. Don't rely on an app a text relationship for deep work. That's just not something that I think is viable. The data is going to, co- we'll see what, what, what comes out with the studies that are being looked at, uh, that are being conducted right now. But I'm telling you that there, it's not going to be a positive, uh, outcome. I strongly believe that could be wrong, but I don't think so on this. So mental health support. Okay. Fourth, obviously entertainment and relaxation, you know, yeah, I think it's fine to watch movies or I love, I mean, I love Spotify. I hate that it screws artists. Um, and, uh, you know, listen, I am a recording artist and they, they don't give you any, they give you, you know, fractions of a penny, which is absurd. Artists can't live on that. So I think that there's some problems with that, but look, I love being able to have an entire record store in my phone that I can just go click. I can find any, almost any recording and listen to it. How amazing is that? That is incredible. That's the future. I think it's great. I, I I'm all for it. I just wish artists could, could actually yeah. survive. For the consumer, it's a win. It's a huge win. Uh, you're when you consider what you would have to buy, you know, whether it was, whether it was vinyl, D CD, uh, you name it, whatever, whatever cassette tape, whatever it used to be. You're able to have all of that inside of a tiny device. Tiny device. So in that regard, you have access to to music and movies and uh, all these things that you wouldn't have otherwise. So from the consumer's perspective, that's a win. Like you say, from the artist or the producer of it, it's uh, more of a mixed bag. It's a little, yeah. I think it's room, for, always room for improvement on that. Virtual reality, creating immersive experiences to promote relaxation, stress reduction, even helping with phobias where you can get yourself into the environment. Huge fan. Fear of flying. They're starting to do some stuff with VR on that. Um, exposure treatments. I think this is a, a key factor in terms of d- dealing with complex, some uh, issues involving complex trauma and complex stress. So that's amazing. The one, again, one note of caution is and and i'm going to bring it up in a in a general term with something like porn you know online porn yeah as an example yep. be really careful that you don't have 
something like that or other things replace reality. Right. Yeah. No. Virtual reality is not real. It's virtual. Yep. And, and, and you can start a, to, yeah, yeah there's, to there's a out. lot of complexity with some of those things. But I think that there's, a, look, there's a, there's a, every mountain has a sun facing yep. side and a dark backside. And so you've got to know where you are on the mountain. You've yep. got to know where you are. So entertainment and relaxation. Fifth, productivity and time management. I mean, organizational tools for scheduling or task management, um, time management very good things there's some really good apps to help manage your productivity i like paper and pen for my productivity planner i think there's something about writing with ink on paper that kind of slows things down there's pretty good data on that um but but there's keeping track and in, in of uh you know tasks that are done i mean we have a, a an app that my wife and i share where it's just lists of things that need to get picked up at the store. It's an ongoing list. So I always check it if I'm running into Target or Whole Foods or the grocery store, Kings. And I'm like, oh, is there anything I need to pick up? And then I click it off and she sees in real time, oh, I don't need to go pick that up. That is, we used to end up both buying the same thing. You know, you know how that goes. You're like, oh, I, I bought bananas. What? Well, now we have, you know, 50 bananas. What the hell are we going to do all these bananas? This is a great way of keeping track of, of what we need to do of what, what gets done, what needs to be done. So I think that's that's a huge advantage from a productivity time management standpoint. That's leveraging technology to your Absolutely. Advantage, using it, key, key piece, using it as a tool instead of being the tool. And by the way, I paid for that app. I, I typically won't get an app unless I have to pay for it because I know if it's free, it's just going to try to use me to sell me shit. Or you can't, oh, I need to, you know, you can, here, you can open the app, but you can't do anything in it until you uh, subscribe or buy more. And I'm like, I would rather pay for something because I know then that they're not going to try to keep pushing shit on me um, versus when it's free, free, air quotes, free. They're just going to be, you're, you're, you're going to be used as the tool, whether you want to be or not. S six, here's a big one that I use all the time, cognitive enhancement. There are brain training apps that enhance your cognitive abilities through activities that, that challenge memory and attention and problem-solving skills. So for my uh, clients that are on the SSRI protocol that have to go do a neurocog for the FAA, they are, a lot of times they're like, well, what is this neurocog going to be like? Well, you can't get that test. It's, it's the, the neurocog AE edition, but you can train your brain to sort of you know, get used to some of the tasks that are going to be asked. So you can use things like Lumosity and there's a, a website called Happy Neuron. And this will kind of get you used to um, some of the tasks that you're going to see on that test versus walking in cold, never having seen any of the stuff, no expectation. And that sometimes catches people off guard. You're like, I, I was trying to just figure out what the, what the damn test is trying to ask me to do. And I didn't perform well on it. So I had to redo it again. And, uh, you know, my clients will say, I'm really glad I use those apps because while it wasn't the same as the actual test, I kind of like felt like I had a little bit of practice with just how to like think in a certain way. So I think that is a, it's a, it's an incredible tool to, to be used. There's language learning apps. A lot of my clients are trying to learn language, uh, second languages or third languages. And you know, you can, you don't have to go take a class. You can just use an app and it kind of figures out where 
how, what your learning style is and where you need to work on. And it's self-paced. I think, I forget what the uh, Duolingo, is that the name of the app? I think there's, there's, sure. some, there's a, there's a few of them out there that people are using. That's a, a cognitive enhancement app. Huge, huge advantage. It's, it's really, and this kind of touches several, um, my son's about to start a flight academy and he had to do a lot of um, online training. And it used to be that you, uh, and, and, and this goes also with my rest of my family members, um, you used to have to go to a test center if you did anything, um, you know, as online. But now with, with these certain apps out there right now where they can do lockdown of the browsers and they actually are, are able to see what you're doing and you're actually able to be able to take advantage of education and, and training without having to go sometimes very far distance yes. to learn the stuff. So uh, these are the kind of things that are really technology. Like you say, it's a tool, but it's a productive tool that allows you to move your life mm -hmm. and your, and your um, boundaries exp expanding them. Yes. I agree. Wholly agree. So we've got, what do we talk about? We talked about communication and social connection, information access and learning, mental health support with serious limitations, entertainment and relaxation, productivity and time management, cognitive enhancement. And the last category I came up with that I looked at based on the, the research out there, some of the science, is accessibility and inclusion. So assistive technologies can help improve access for individuals with disabilities offering you know to uh, tools like screen readers speech to text and other assistant uh, assistive devices that these are game changers for people that in the past were just screwed they just had they couldn't you know th there was no way of of being able to uh you know to learn certain things if you had certain limitations whether cognitive or physical, Just, it's an access to. It's literally a window to the world. Huge for the the uh, for the elderly that can't go anywhere and do anything, and still want to be able to experience things. Whether it's it's like you say, and it, this covers so many of them: communication, entertainment, cultural uh, stimulation. As far as for the mental side of things, this, like you said, accessibility. It just literally you can see anything you want in the world virtually yeah. type it in you can probably get a picture of it or access and you can contact somebody yes. anywhere so this is really there i think there if they if they're willing to touch it because mm -hmm. so the elderly sometimes go I've, i lived all these years without it, i don't touch it but so many of them once they do they realize it they go wow i actually can interact yes whereas they were shut in before and they were just withering and dying on the vine. Yes, that's right. And so, and, and like, if you think about uh, like Audible, I mean, Audible is amazing. Some people just like to they don't they would rather listen. They're more auditory learners than visual learners. Or if you think about like I, I have a, a client that has a he got a TBI pilot. Um, it whacked his head. He's been out for two years trying to heal. Really screwed him up. He can't read without getting excruciating headaches. And he's like, Audible has, he's like, he said to me, Audible saved my life because I love to read. I love to learn. And if I couldn't read and there was no Audible, I would be completely depressed. I just like, what am I supposed to listen to? 
So he listens to books on tape and he goes, so I feel like I haven't lost a thing. I, I'm still getting all the books that I want to read and listen to everything, but I don't, I don't have to get the headaches. Uh, and, and I'm not stressing my eyes out as I'm trying to learn, you know, heal. And it's a very slow process. That's a huge game changer, huge game changer. So, and then there's another one that I've been looking at. You're, you'd probably know more about this than I would just because of your, somebody in your family that's got some experience with this, but inclusive gaming. There's adaptive gaming oh, yes. technologies that make gaming accessible to, to individuals with different abilities or in different locations yes, or wherever. Yes. So uh, I'm not a big gamer I would, thing. I would, but, I would know, kind of put yeah. that under the entertainment side of it. Sure. But it, it, you can make it a, uh, you can make a living off it if you're really good at it. Right. But yes, it's, it, I, that is something there. Yeah. But to, and the other side, again, the negative is, is now people do these online betting things. Mm -hmm. So, which is entertainment, but. It can be a very negative very thing costly, your wallet. Uh, entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but these are the, the, these are all like you say. These are all. The, this is the silver lining of of technology and the advancements yeah. that we've all seen. But you got use them judiciously and understand that every one of them has got that CD underbelly that can suck you into the void if you're not careful. Yep. Use it for what it is, and I think for me the big takeaway that we've that you've said multiple times is use it as a tool on your terms instead of letting it use you as the tool on yes. its terms be happy to pay for it because the 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 if if it's free the only way that they can make money is by advertisers yeah think about it the other way how long can you live and survive by giving your knowledge, your hard work, your efforts for free. At some point, you got to have a return on the investment. You got to have a return on investment. So, which brings me to a little announcement. Please join our subscribers only feed. If you find a value in this podcast, we have purposely not done outside paid advertisers. And believe me, there's been uh, uh, offers to do that. But I don't want to have to rely on that if i have to i will to keep the podcast going but i, I don't want to have to rely on that and i would never advertise anything that we carl or i or anybody that we're associated with wouldn't use ourselves. but if you want to support our podcast the way that we ask for your support is that you join our subscriber feed only channel it's right here in the show description in the uh, uh episode description you'll see a little link you can you can join our newsletter or you can subscribe to the podcast and that's how we ask for your support it's 10 bucks a month it's about the price of a cup of coffee you will get some extra stuff what do you get what, what extra do you get with a subscriber feed book reviews we got the show notes yep um links we've got we've got interviews with some amazing people and we're stockpiling um, those guys so we're going to end yeah. up starting to release them on a very consistent basis where right now we're just trying to record a bunch of them so i know there's only been uh, one or two out there that we put up but it's coming you're going to get full access to the interviews with hearing people other and, than carl and i and uh, i matt doesn't even know this but there's a surprise that's coming it's not here yet but he doesn't even know about this surprise Ooh. that's going to be exclusive to just the premium members only. I'm excited to find out. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. He has about, no idea. We'll, we'll find out. So, we, But again, this is the, the, we want, we value you. 
And we want to grow our community. We want to spread this word to so many other people, but we want to make sure that it provides you as a value so that this is a tool that you can use for to enhance the quality of your life. Right. The thing that we have said so many times, our ultimate goal to flourish and express the best version of ourselves. And that also means by us giving. This isn't about us taking. We're giving because we want you to have, to have the mental skills and mental health tools to, to be able to do that for yourself. Amen to that. And thank you. So, and we do appreciate you. Yes, I thank you very much. I'm appreciative for anybody that tunes in and listens to this. I, there's certainly things that we could be doing other than doing this. Um, it's not because I have a lot of extra time, but I do this because I, I, I think some of you have indicated that you find value in it. And yeah, there's a million podcasts you could listen to. And you probably should be listening to some of them because they're amazing. I don't think this is the greatest podcast in the world, but this is for people like us that Speak do things. Speak for yourself. Well, look, man, <laughs> this is for people like us that do things yeah. like this. It's, it is not for everybody. It's for our community. True. And it, but, it, but like as an example, these two last podcasts, these are for, these touch everyone. Yeah. All, All right. right. So I think what we'll do, because we're running short on time, I don't want to get into solutions to break the habit i think maybe we'll talk about that next i will get deep into um near's book maybe even we'll do a little kind of a, a mini book review that will just give access for everybody um and, and we'll include some of his his research on how to, okay we got this digital problem where we may be using it um in not the most productive ways how do we how do we create some solutions to that we'll cover that next time we'll do that on the next episode thanks for being here and we can't wait for you to hear part three of this what i think is a, a, a very important topic because it, it affects everybody we can't wait to see you next week and until then we hope you have a great day great rest of your week take care talk to you soon see you guys Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to the Lift Effect Podcast.podbean. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect, a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance-related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect Podcast.